I felt the presence of God, man. And it, and it was through being on my knees at the altar, coupled with these other brothers, putting their hands on me and praying, you know, alongside me and praying for me and praying with me. And it just... It was just it was just amazing, man. I, I've not encountered anything like it since I've been out mm -hmm. of prison. You know how the dog returns to mm -hmm. the vomit? Our yeah. dog eats his vomit. Yeah, our dog, don't, dog really, do he don't really vomit and when he did, he never really ate it. Oh, so man, my dog would probably eat your dog's vomit. <laughs> that's amazing. That's kinda <laughs> graphic. But yeah. It is, but that's what we do. We go back to that that mm -hmm. vomit, that source of pain and we just we gobble it back up. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Bumper Sticker Faith, or better known as BS Faith. And so we like that play on words because, you know, it is something kind of, you know, unique because that's a phrase that's probably used a lot or has been. But, but Bumper Sticker Faith, again, is this idea of these one-liners, uh, verses, or phrases that take the Bible out of context. Um, and so we want to kind of address some of those things as well as address other biblical topics like the one we're talking about, porn. But before then, just let you guys know, if you enjoy um, our podcast, you can like us, you can give us good comments, um, you can share it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Um, if you have a ben if you see a benefit to this or you think it will benefit others, uh, we definitely will ask that you guys will be willing to share this because we're doing it for you. We also have a website, BumperStickerFake.com, where you can go on there. And you can be a BS crew member. Is it crew member or? Yeah, yeah. Crew member. Okay, yeah. all right, part of BS the crew. crew. Yeah. yeah, the BS crew. That's right, yeah, the yeah. BS crew. And being a part of the BS crew is great for a couple reasons. One, because you get a chance to interact with us on a different mm -hmm. level. Um, two, if you become a member, there's like three levels right now. There's like a life sentence, a double life, or a triple life. Yeah, I know that's kind of weird, but those are the <laughs> levels that you can be a BS crew member at. And what that entails is if you like what we do, if you want to see us keep doing what you do, what we do, um, you can make a contribution. And each level is a different monetary contribution. And with each level, there's different swag. So there's bumper stickers, there's mugs, there's there's free books. And in the future, maybe even some hats and some shirts and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So we want to hook y'all up um, for being a member. And that'll be able to help us keep the lights on, so to speak. That's not all the way true, but it can just keep giving us momentum to grow and build on what we're doing if you guys see value in it. So we thank you for that. And if you want to directly contact us, you can contact us at bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com. Holla at us, man. Tell us like, man, that stuff is whack what y'all doing. That's cool. Like we ain't got thin skin. We can take it. We can take constructive criticism. Or if you want to say, man, that really blessed us. Man, let us know that. And if you have a prayer request or something like that, that we can be praying for you, man, shoot that to us. We definitely will pray. We'll keep it confidential, but also update us too, because we don't want to be praying for grandma if grandma dead, because that ain't helping nobody. <laughs> so with that being said, Sam, take it away. Porn <laughs> Clown, episode four. Episode is it episode four already? It's four, man. Yeah, it's four. We were originally were just going to do it in one episode, one shot. But See, that, Sam be tripping. But that uh, clearly was not reality. Well, I, you, I think you think that when you be talking that the clock stops ticking. Yeah, I think I think that's the case. Because <laughs> it don't, boy, that sucker ticking. I think that's the case. But it's been good to just to really slow down and 
uh, chew on this material and to and to med- meditate on these things, to marinate in them. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this uh, this series in porn on a podcast of all things would really uh, reach people and get them to think about why they're doing what they're doing and 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 help them move just even just one step closer to to health. So we went through C, that's confession, that's admitting the entire situation that you're in and a part of. And then we went to L, listening, examining yourself, trying to figure out, uh, being curious about your sin, trying to figure out where these symptoms of looking at porn are coming from deeper down. And then O, opening yourself up to that pain and as we talked about last time, getting help when you need help to deal with that pain or even to diagnose it in the first place. Uh, but now we get to the W. And the W stands for worship. Worship? What they got to do worship with porn, man? is the next thing. You been next, drinking again? Next place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. What you putting in? That's some Irish been. coffee you got there? <laughs> yeah, I wish. You top it off with a little, um, you know, Jameson's or something? I now that you say that, not about the Jamesons, but <laughs> I do remember a video that I believe it was like D.A. Carson and Tim Keller having this, you know, video on dealing with porn. And one of them said, you worshipped your way into this addiction and now you need to worship your way out of it. Huh. So what I'm Interesting. Sa- what I'm saying uh, ha- has some good backing, at least from those guys. If you like those guys. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> I like them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had uh, had DA, old DA as a professor. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you worship your way into it. So the answer is to worship your way out of it. Uh, and the idea has is that, um, for them at least, like you made this this porn, this pornography, an addiction like mm, you, you you worshiped it you you worship it, okay, it became okay. an idol i was so, lost at first yeah in the context <laughs> of what we talked about last time about pain mm-hmm. like you had this pain in your life whatever it is shame or whatever you had this thing in your life and instead of going to god for it you went to this other thing to soothe and comfort you. Gotcha. and gotcha. so you made that thing into a god or an idol you you worship that in that sense and think about the word worship you give worth to that thing. Mm-hmm. It's worth ship. Mm. So you you said that this thing that I'm seeking is worthy to deal with my discomfort, my pain, whatever's life. Yeah, say that. Say that again about the worth. Say that part again. You just say it. Yeah, worship. Like literally, it comes from two words: worth ship. So you're showing, giving something worth in your life. Mm. And so we we worship things all the time. No, that's great. I heard. I just yeah. wanted you to say it again for yeah. our, our listeners, man. I think that's very insightful and very good. Yeah. I've never heard that before. So, uh, in this case, we're giving we're putting porn on the pedestal, mm-hmm. and we're saying this thing is is worth it. Yeah, and, versus and, Jesus, like we kicking him yeah, off the throne, yeah. and putting porn. Now, on the a Christian or or anybody really would never actually admit to that. They would never say, "Oh, well, this." This porn is worth more than Jesus Christ. We wouldn't say that, but by no, the way we I, act, yeah, our actions dictate the truth, right? Because yeah. we can say anything out yeah. of our mouth. So yeah. no, I, yeah. I, I think it's kicking Jesus off the throne and replacing him with whatever that thing is. And yeah. in this instance, it's porn. Yeah, to mm. try to wow. to try to to try to help ourselves. So mm. uh, after we open ourselves up to the pain and realize all these things, then we we do need to worship. That's what the W stands for. 
and your pain will increase as you stop relying on porn. Like I said last time, maybe we need to do like an intentional 30 day mm -hmm. fast from porn and you'll realize that you know, the first couple of weeks, it'll be real painful because mm. you'll want to resort to that. Yeah. Um, and you need to replace that <clears throat> if that's the case, you know, and go to worshiping God instead. So instead of worshiping the porn, go to worshiping God. It's a painful moment. And at this precise moment, don't turn back to the vomit. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah, that's right. You know how the dog returns to mm -hmm. the vomit? Our yep. dog eats his vomit. Yeah, our dog, don't really, dog do he that? don't really vomit, and when he did, he never really ate it. Oh, so man, my dog would probably eat your dog's vomit. <laughs> man, that's kind of graphic. But yeah, <laughs> it is. But that's what we do. We go back to that that mm. vomit, that source of pain, and we just we gobble it back up. Mm. And I'm saying, don't eat the vomit anymore. Yeah, yeah. Go and worship God at that most painful uh, at that most painful moment. And the scripture that I was thinking of is actually as we were talking mm. ahead of time, um, before we clicked on was the same scripture that you had identified and it mm -hmm. comes from Acts chapter 16 mm -hmm. and in Acts chapter 16 you have Paul and Silas who were put in prison and and they were tortured they were beaten and they were locked to the wall and it was it was a horrible experience much yeah. like that porn clown video much like that key and peel video yeah, that yeah, we yeah. saw no, you're right. that could have been Paul and Silas <clears throat> yep you're right um and, but Paul and Silas took this worship attitude, and it says mm -hmm. in verse uh, 25, it says, and I, I, this is one of my favorite verses in all of the scripture, it says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, mm. and the other prisoners were listening. Mm. Love that verse. Yeah, yeah. So at about midnight, think about what you're doing at midnight when mm. you're in pain. A lot mm. of guys are going straight for the computer, <clears throat> Right. Oh, without a doubt, man, without a doubt, or or, or worse, you know, yeah. going to the, uh, uh, you know, uh, getting a, uh, uh, you know, getting a partner, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. But about midnight, <clears throat> when the pain was at its, at its peak for these two, it says that they were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening. I love that last mm -hmm. part, yeah. too, because yeah. the, the other <clears throat> prisoners are probably thinking... What's, what's wrong with these what's dudes? Her, they're not acting like all the other dudes around us. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. When we go through pain, we do these other things, but not these guys. They like have this, this attitude. They they have, and their worship probably to the other prisoners was showing the worship mm -hmm. of Jesus. Yeah, amen. You know, piquing their interest in their hearts to mm -hmm. thinking, hey, maybe yeah. there is something better than the ways we've handled, you know, our yep. pain and the stress and that. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying, singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. So uh, this episode is is pretty simple for me, and it's that when you're trying to overcome this addiction as you're working your way through, worship God, mm. pray, <clears throat> and sing hymns. I think to it's God. so difficult. Like I, I'm in total agreement yeah. with you, but I think it's probably one of, if not the most difficult things to do, because I know for me personally, being in a situation, whether it's porn or any kind of like sinful thoughts or desires I'm having, to then be thinking about God, that's when I feel the shame the most. Yeah. Because there's that this dynamic going on in my head of 
this sinful desire that I'm concocting mm-hmm. in my head that I want to do. And the flesh mm-hmm. is really driving that to this kind of still small voice, if mm-hmm. you will, in my mind that is probably the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like putting different thoughts and images into my head, which are godly images and thoughts. And then there's this this um, this struggle that takes place in my mind, right? It's kind of like, you know, you got the good wolf on one shoulder and the bad mm-hmm. wolf. You know, which one grows? The one mm-hmm. that you feed the most. Mm-hmm. You know, so which, which one am I going to do? Am I going to sin or am I going to lean towards the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. advising me and trying to to pull me in a different direction? Mm-hmm. But but to think about <clears throat> while I'm thinking about sinning, to worship instead mm-hmm. or <clears throat> when I have sinned mm-hmm. and now to think about coming before God to ask for forgiveness and then to worship, mm-hmm. it almost seems like oil and water, man. I mean, I've, I've experienced that a ton, a ton yeah. of my life, unfortunately, because I, you know, am a work in progress, mm-hmm. but man, it's difficult, man. Well, the, the wolf that you feed, uh, the, actually the wolf that grows to make the analogy, I think a little, little clearer to reality is the wolf that actually grows and is most dangerous is the wolf you don't see at all. All right. The wolf that sneaks up and attacks you from behind. Mm. The one you're unaware of. That's the one you're truly most in danger of. So so long as you're aware of the bad wolf and mm. the good wolf, I think that's a, that's a positive thing. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Because you're not just sitting there saying, oh, well, this... This habit will never get any worse. I don't, I'm not really addicted. I'm not really struggling. This isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. When you get there, then oh, it's, you're, it's you're, a, you're it's really lost. A wrap. You're yeah. really lost. Yeah, without so a doubt. So at least for the believer, if you're listening to this and you, and you have this struggle and you're having this fight, you're at least aware of the fight. And that's a really good thing. That's a, real, that, a step in the right direction. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yep. By far. And so now what you need to do is kind of jumping back to the facing your pain again, you need to jump back and be willing to open yourself up to that pain mm. and that shame. Because Lewis, you said that when you're in that place, the last thing you want to do is worship God because you feel so much shame. Mm-hmm. Well, take that layer off. Go ahead. Feel the shame. Yeah. Feel it. Face that pain. It's okay. Yeah. God, God can take it. Yeah. You know, I God, mean, it's, it's not God a question. Take it. It's not a question yeah. of him taking it. It's a question of me being able to take it. What, what, which, which is this for me when I yeah. say that. That heavy conviction that comes from within me because of how I've dishonored God yeah. and dethroned Him and put that thing in His place, and we don't, and, wanna, and we want to run from it. That's yeah. my my inclination is to run, but you're right. I shouldn't run from it. I need to embrace yeah. it, and hopefully, embracing yeah. that would be me being adhering to the conviction, and that drive me to want to stop doing whatever yeah. it is I was doing. We don't want to be a hypocrite. <clears throat> no, we know? don't. We but don't. But guess what? You are a hypocrite. I am, yeah. a hypocrite. and it's easy to be a hypocrite to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, to other people, we don't want to be. Yeah. But for us, we'll be a hypocrite yeah. all day and night because because <laughs> yeah. where are we getting the judgment from? Yeah. Think about that. Whenever we say to ourselves, well, I don't want to worship God now because I'd just be hypocritical. OK, so now all of a sudden you're becoming moral. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, sure, right. <laughs> like, yeah. no, just admit no, right. you are a hypocrite. You're yep. not better than that. You, even in the face of that hypocrisy, you're wanting to put on this moral self-justifying stance and say to yourself, yeah. well, at least at this moment, I didn't worship God like a hypocrite would. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. No, you, yeah. It's like, just, I'm not making things worse. They're already bad yeah, enough. It's like, no, yeah. you are. Yeah, you are. So mm. just admit you're a hypocrite. Admit you, there's pain. Admit you don't want to worship and yeah, just do it. Yeah. So when Moses came uh, on um, 
what, it wasn't Mount Sinai. What Mount was it? In Exodus 3, when um, there was a burning bush, okay? So God called Moses up to the burning bush, mm-hmm. which is like Moses going back up, up to God in Eden, really. It's like a replay of the Garden of Eden. And God told Moses, take the sandals off your feet, mm-hmm. right? And uh, taking the sandals off your feet, going back to our last episode, because sandals are made out of animal skins mm-hmm. at that time. So God was telling him, take the skins off. You know, it's that same picture of circumcision. Take the layer. Take the layer off. Yeah. And, you know, Moses is probably like, you know, I don't want to take these off. There's a burning tree right yeah. there. You know, this is a rocky mountain. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when God tells you to do it, you just got to do it. Take the sandals off. Take the layer off and do it. So in our battle with porn in this dynamic where we don't want to go to him and worship, just do it. Just yeah, take just the layer it. off. Yeah. Face yep. the pain. Do yeah. it. Go to him. Yeah. So let me so let me ask yeah. you this, Dan. Do you think in doing that, and I agree with what you're saying, by the way, but do you think in doing that, that could create a false sense of, I want to say godliness, but repentance or or can you get calloused to that to where the mindset becomes I sinned, but I worshiped God, thus that made it better. So now when I sin, just make sure I worship God. Yeah. I mean, our mind, I don't know about oh, you, yeah. my mind will take me to a place to where I'm yeah. way over here in another field yeah. somewhere where God ain't even at. Yeah. So like that would be the hidden wolf again. That would be someone who's so <laughs> deceived that they're playing this game with God and they're not aware, aware that they're, there's a, they're hiding the wolf again. Yeah, I think really what happens, though, is that you your mind even recognizes that you're trying to play a trick on God right now. You know, and, yeah, and that's why and, our minds and to stop are, doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like reality. Like we know truth, we know reality, but we try to, or we can try to trick ourselves into yeah. believing like a false reality or a false truth. Yeah. And to me, that's where Satan's lies become the preeminent things in us because we start believing something that's not true. Yeah, yeah. So wow, man, this this is a, it's like a slippery slope. It man. is, it is. But the, the way the, the way back is is through worship, worship, and like I said, quite literally worshiping, singing, and praying, just like Paul and Silas. So those are yeah. the the two things that maybe the average uh, uh, better therapist or counselor won't tell you to do, but that's what I want to suggest we need to do is is to pray and to sing songs, mm, amen. To get playlists on your on your phone or to get prayers ready, whatever. And I, I know in my life, being a part of a praying community and worshiping has, because when you're around other people, then that helps to call you on your on all of their own activities within yourself, that bat, that battle that's going on mm-hmm. that you were talking about. Yeah. When you're with other people, that kind of helps straighten that out. Sure. So I'm wondering, like, from you, you spent 15 <clears throat> years in prison around guys who had all the normal <laughs> problems of guys, mm-hmm. and yet you were part of uh, the ministry there, and they had a chapel there. And I'm just wondering about how the worshiping community <clears throat> there, how you experienced it, and how worship <clears throat> uh, and prayer helped to help the other prisoners deal with their pain, just <clears throat> like with Paul and Silas. Yeah, well, I know for me, as a matter of fact, while you were just talking now, a song we used to sing just came to mind where it kind of says, we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I can't remember the rest of the song, but I just remember that one like chorus part. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. You know, and it's yeah. just like I remember singing that song and it like ushers you into this mindset of right now. I'm in the not that I'm not in the presence of God always because God is omnipresent. But in this special time that we're dedicating yeah. our mind and our everything to say, OK, Lord, I'm, I'm coming to you. Yeah. You know, what I mean, and I'm setting aside this time to commune with you. <clears throat> two times that really um, have never I've never forgotten about my prison experience when it comes to singing praise or worshiping God. The first was really early on. I was actually in the county jail. Um, my first night in jail, if, for those of y'all that don't know, my very first night of jail. I, earlier that day, I was at home. Later that night, I was in jail with life in 100 years. I hadn't gone to prison yet. I went to kill a guy that night and he gave me a Bible track. I accepted Christ. The next day, they brought me a Bible. And then um, that same next day, we sat at a table in a day room and we opened up the book of Psalms. <laughs> and I remember they started teaching me a couple songs out of the book of Psalms. And, and, and I remember one of them is right here, Psalm chapter five. It says, give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my king and my God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Mm-hmm. And I learned that. I still remember how it goes. And I haven't I haven't sang it in a while, of course, to myself because I can't sing. But that was just like, that was totally new for me. But yeah. it was something that just felt so right. Yeah. And it's weird. I, I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't know nothing about God or none of this stuff. I didn't even know how to pronounce Psalms. I'm saying... You know, pronouncing the P in a regular way or whatever. And so I remember that, man, and that always stuck with me. And it it taught me a couple things. One, that I can always go to God and I can pray. And number two, if I don't know what to pray, I can go to the book of Psalms and I can actually Mm -hmm. pray the word of God back to God. Yeah. You know, his his word won't return void. So if I'm earnest and eager and I'm praying in the right context, like God is going to hear my prayer, he's going to answer my prayer. The second thing happened I would say maybe, you know, several months after that, not too long, but it was once I was in prison and I was going to different chapel services. We probably had five or six different church groups Mm -hmm. come in. And once I was able to learn more of the word of God and kind of vet the crazy people versus the not crazy people doctrinally, it was maybe three or four services a week I went to. And one of the most powerful things I ever experienced And, you know, I've always said I've kind of toyed with the idea of starting a church. Mm -hmm. If anybody knows me, you know, I've toyed with this idea. Um, But one of my mainstays Mm -hmm. that would be a a staple is coming to the altar. Mm -hmm. Now, the altar isn't like the altar in the Old Testament. You know what I mean? We're sacrificing animals. But there was something about me when I was in prison and the preacher would invite us up to come and get on our knees. And it wasn't one of those like Catholic altars where it had the thing that falls down, the mm. knee cushions. This was like concrete with a little thin layer of a carpet. No cushions in prison. No cushions, no cushions. And get on your knees and come to God, man. Mm. And it, it just was something about that time mm. that was a sweet time of connection with God that seemed different than other times when I would pray. And then to even add another layer of blessing was when I would be doing that, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I would feel a hand or two mm. or three of other brothers in yeah. prison, maybe even a volunteer, 
putting their hand on my shoulder and I wasn't praying out loud. They didn't pray out loud, but it was just like the love that I felt, Mm. you know, as I was going to God with my petitions, whether it was praising and thanking Mm -hmm. him, whether it was asking him to help me overcome a particular sin, no matter what the prayer was like, I felt the presence of God, man. And it it was through being on my knees at the altar, coupled with these other brothers, putting their hands on me and praying, you know, alongside me and praying for me and praying with me. And it just, it was just, it was just amazing, man. I've not encountered anything like it since I've been out Mm -hmm. of prison. And I do, I have a desire to, I've, I've even thought about like being at church and just going up to the stage. And it's like, Part of me is like I don't want to draw attention to myself. Mm-hmm. The other part is like I don't want nobody pulling up on me at the church. Like, man, we don't we don't do none of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And like, if they do, like I'd probably say some ungodly. <laughs> I wouldn't be nice to them because I'd be like, hold up, man, how you gonna tell me I can't come up here and get on? But but anyway, I haven't done it. Um, and maybe I should. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should let the the spirit leads me to do that. Maybe I should do it. I love what you said about um, the layers of love. Because we, yeah. we talked about removing those <laughs> the layers the layers of flesh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and you also said that we don't treat the altar in the church the same way as they did in the Old Testament, but in a way we do in the sense mm-hmm. that when we when you went to the altar, you were getting rid of the ungodly layers, the layers that you didn't want. Mm-hmm. You were like sacrificing the flesh of porn on the altar mm-hmm. or whatever it is yeah. on the altar and like getting rid of that. And that is painful, mm-hmm. right? That is painful. I mean, it puts the spotlight on you. Other people, because yeah. I, I know me when I'm watching and observing other people <clears throat> do it, I got thoughts going through my head. Yeah. I wonder what's wrong with that person. Yeah. What are they doing they shouldn't be yeah. doing? What's going on? You know, some some like not so good things, yeah. but some things that aren't necessarily good or bad, yeah. but it's like attention is focused yeah. on that person, right? Yeah. And so like, now, if I'm going to do that, I know other people are going to be thinking those thoughts. And yeah. those are the things that would keep me yeah. from just going and getting real with God. Yeah. I, I can't imagine in the Old Testament, uh, I'm just thinking about this for the first time, so I don't know how true it is. <laughs> but uh, going into the temple, you know, you see your your community, your neighbor, neighbors over there, and you see, I don't know, Jedediah over there. And he hit, he has like three or four sheep that he's oh, taken yeah. to the altar, like, Oh man, he been a bad boy. <laughs> what did old Jedediah do? Hey, what he do? What he doing, man? Yeah. He start looking at their life and wondering yeah. what's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just sad. How, in a sense, how judgmental we can be, and how negative thinking yeah. we could be projecting on to yeah. other people based on what we see, man. And I, if I'm not careful, I find myself being yeah. that way a lot, man. But you know, when you feel that pain mm. and that shame, if you're that person. Praise God, that means it's working. Yeah, that yep. means you're crucifying that flesh that is rising up and saying, no, protect yourself, yeah. protect yourself, protect yourself. Yep. And you're like, no, I'm done protecting myself. I'm done giving worth to this other thing in my life. I, I don't care. I want to, to make God the, the center of my life, show yep. him worth. Amen. And if I look bad in front of other people, man, whatever. Man, who cares, man? The only thing that matters is what God sees. Yeah. And how he views us, right? Doesn't yeah. care worry about what man sees and how he views us. So, but ultimately, if you're a better mm-hmm. person for God in the long run, you're going to be a much better person for everyone else around no, you. No, absolutely, absolutely, as well, yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about uh, the C.S. the famous C.S. Lewis um, quote um, that he says that humans we we think we desire too much, but he says we don't desire enough. Wow, you know, he's huh. like we're 
like children in the slum making mm. mud pies and eating them, them when a banquet's waiting for us. Mm. And that's what uh, this this porn looks like to me. Like we're trying to feed on the mud of this porn yeah. and trying to feed ourselves mm. with that. But if we only knew the banquet that God mm. has for us when, yeah. when we worship him, when yeah. we feast on him, when we go to him. Yeah. So the, the last little component I want to add to this worship idea is not just thinking of worship as what we just talked about us worshiping God personally, Mm -hmm. but also in the general sense of embedding yourself in a worshiping community. This is going to be a huge help Mm -hmm. for people and and they don't want to do it. And I know, and I've been around guys though, who have, they, they struggle with porn, you know, and, and when you hear their stories and their activities and I'm listening to them, I'm thinking, what do you do all day? Like you, you really don't have anything to do. Like you're you're by yourself all day, all night, you know, and then you're complaining and you get tripped up with porn and and no wonder. Like go out and do something. Yeah. And what I mean by being embedded in a worshiping community is go to church. Yeah. yeah. Find something to do there. Mm. Yep. Become part of a ministry there. Get your hands busy. Get your mm-hmm. eyes busy. Get that all busy mm-hmm. and become a part of what's going on and and, and tie up a lot of your time. Yeah, you know? That's good. Be that's around good. other people <clears throat> who are doing things that so they can you can minister to them and then and them to you. Like embed yourself in a community. As we've been, as I've been doing, uh, trying to put together the website, you know, and getting uh, getting used to all these terms. But like when you have a YouTube video or a, a podcast episode, you can copy this link and it says embed this mm-hmm. in your new website. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, when when you go to copy the link, it's just like weird numbers in that. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't look like much. But then when I copy it and I embed it into this website, then it becomes, whoa, it becomes beautiful and it comes to life. And there's all these other features that the website is adding to it. And like, that's what I mean. Like, Mm -hmm. take your little link of a life, this weird, squiggly, uh, nonsensical thing, and put your life into a church community. Mm -hmm. Embed yourself in there. And you'll make them look better. They'll make you look better. Amen. And the whole thing will work. So if you're struggling with a porn addiction, consider, are you involved in a church? Are you opening up to people there? Mm-hmm. Are you doing ministry? And figure out how you can do that. I'm not, And again, I'm not saying that this is, is a cure-all, but if you've been following with us this whole time and you've done the confessing, you're doing the listening, you are opening yourself up to pain, then this is then worshiping in this way is the next, next natural thing. If you haven't done those other things, then yeah, <laughs> embedding yourself in a church will be a disaster. It yeah. could be because you could be faking people out. You could mm-hmm. be hiding, not facing your pain. You could be using that to project some other uh, identity that that you're not, and yep. and, and that's the wolf that you're unaware of. Yeah. So wow. In in the whole bigger context, worshiping, embedding yourself in a worshiping, worshiping community works. Mm. Amen. Well, man, this is some good stuff, brother. Some real good stuff, man. So we got one letter left. Yes. But that'll be the last episode. We might have two episodes left because there's some left. Is there an S like the clowns, clowns. plural? I'll have to think of an S. <laughs> but yeah, we have the <clears throat> N that's left. And then I also potentially wanted to do one more episode on Matthew chapter 5 where Jesus talks about if anyone looks at a woman with lust for her, mm-hmm. he's committed adultery in his heart. 
I might want to tackle that in, on its own episode, but we'll okay. see. Okay, all right, we'll see, we'll see. But, man, until then, again, we thank you guys. Um, as always, if you want to give us a rating, you know, a thumbs up or give us some positive feedback or some constructive criticism, we welcome both. Um, you can reach us at bumperstickerfaith at gmail.com or you can comment on our website at bumperstickerfaith.com. Um, but share, 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 and share. You know, sharing is caring, they say. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, send a link to somebody, tell them to check it out, especially if you know of someone that may be struggling, and maybe even more so, right? Like porn is such that that invisible type of sin that mm. there's probably tons of people around us that have this addiction, and maybe maybe addiction is too strong a word. Maybe they're not addicted, but maybe they really struggle in this area, and they could use some practical steps and some help of how to start overcoming it. Man, just send it to them. Yep. Send them to them, you know, whether you know or not, send it to somebody. Um, It can be a blessing to us. So, man, thank you again for tuning in. We're humbled that anybody would even listen to this because I'm sure Sam will agree with me. Man, we ain't nobody. <laughs> we just a couple knuckleheads, sure. man, that's been saved by the grace of God yeah. that want to try to impact yeah. the world for the sake of Jesus. So yeah. thank you guys very much. God bless. God bless.